0: Hey everybody it's kylie gable welcome to the feminization boudoir podcast from candy apple press i am joined today by my two co-hosts tango and chance tango is currently licking the desk looking for remnants of the butterfinger i just ate yes i am already opening up the halloween candy and chance is wondering what tango just ate and how he can get some of it anyway Today, we have a podcast um, audio from Mistress DJ doing her usual wonderful job, but it's an unusual story. Um, my story is like most writers tend to follow a pattern, and DJ's pattern is different than mine. And so, this story, the feminization, which is really good and really powerful happens near more near the end of the book than I usually have it. It's not that it's shorter, it's just a little later on. So in order to give you the good parts, I'm actually going to start this audio in the middle of it. And so what happens is there's this guy, he is a hotel doorman, and he is attracted to a woman who owns a little coffee cart across the street i don't want to call her a barista because i don't know if you're self-employed you own your own cart if that makes you a barista well he's a doorman at a hotel so he's got his own room and he offers to let her stay over he says you know there's a door it locks everything's good well she catches him and when she catches him that's the part i'm going to play today evidently this is not the first time he has been caught snooping around and sniffing and playing with women's underwear and other sexy things so without further ado here is the feminized doorman by mistress dj with some help from me kylie Gable.
1: luna got the package of gummy bears out and carefully read the instructions it says here a normal dose is two gummies she took two out and began sucking and chewing on them fair enough he said taking two for himself as well how long will this take to to kick in? About 15 to 20 minutes from my experience, Luna answered. James clicked on the TV. Are you a Stranger Things fan by chance, he asked. Oh yeah, Luna chirped. This is the best season yet. I'm rewatching it, replied James. Sold, smiled Luna. James put the television to Netflix and Stranger Things. Then he went to the kitchen and popped two bags of popcorn. Handing one to Luna, the recap wrapped up at the same time. Two hours later, and commiserating about what happened to Eddie, the conversation continued. It took them both a while to realize that the gummies had kicked in and kicked their butts, and they talked until 1 a.m. "'Oh, wow,' Luna exclaimed. "'It's so late. I better get going.' "'Why don't you just stay here?' James asked. "'Creeper factor,' Luna answered. "'Plus, clean clothes, showering. You know, the comforts of home. "'If I could solve those problems, would you be agreeable?' he asked. "'Besides, I don't think you should drive. "'As I said, a locked door between us?' "'Well, I highly doubt you could do anything about the club,' Luna protested before James picked up the phone and made a call. "'Christine?' "'James,' he said, talking into the phone. "'A friend of mine is staying over. "'Is the shop still open?' "'Until two? "'Great. "'She'll be right down.' "'Luna looked at him like he was crazy. "'Right down where?' "'She asked, glaring at him. "'Downstairs,' he answered. "'There's a boutique that has necessities and some great clothes.' "'Luna thought to herself about how late it was.' And she'd seen the boutique. They did have cute things. Okay, fine, she said, giving in. Great. Take a key with you, he said, handing her a key. Luna made her way to the shop. Upon arrival, introduced herself to Christine. Christine handed her a very complete spa basket on the house. It had deodorant, soap, shampoo, conditioner, and even bubble bath. The women's clothing section's over there, Christine said. Selecting a pair of leggings and a tunic sweater, Luna figured she could wash her bra and panties in the sink. Bringing everything to the register, Christine put all her items into a cute purple shopping bag. "'Have a great night,' she said, handing the bag to Luna. "'How much?' Luna asked. "'All in the house,' Christine smiled. "'All the employees barter between each other here. Any friend of James' is a friend of mine.' Luna thought this was odd, but thanked her and headed upstairs. Using the key to the main room of the apartment, she walked in to find James playing Call of Duty. "'Mission accomplished,' she said, holding up the bag. "'Great,' he said." Your room's off to the left. It's untouched. I've had a few friends stay over, and my mom did too when she came to town. But housekeeping refreshes it daily. Feel free to lock the door. I won't be offended. Luna walked into the room. The hotel was very fancy. There was a hotel robe, more amenities in the bathroom, and even a hand-turning washing machine that could handle a couple pieces of clothing. Luna was happy to see the washer. She ran a bath, and while the bathtub was filling, she took off her brown panties. Putting them in the hand washer, she added a scoop of the soap and turned the machine a few times. She rinsed out her undergarments and hung them up by the sink. She added bubble bath to the tub and turned the jets on low. Before long, she was singing up to her eyeballs in the bubbles. A girl could get used to this, she thought to herself. She'd forgotten to close the door and lock her room. Luna, are you finding everything okay? James called through the door. He walked partway into the room. Luna? Luna? He got to the sink and vanity area and saw her panties and bra drying. He couldn't help himself. He reached out to touch her panties. He heard the tub and made a hasty exit, not realizing he knocked the panties down. Exiting the tub, Luna put on the robe and turned down the bed. As she went to brush her teeth, she noticed her panties were on the floor. She found it odd, but she'd hoped she just fell on her own. She hung them back up and brushed her teeth. When she went to bed, she turned on the TV lowly and fell asleep, watching Sister Wives. The next morning at 7 a.m., James knocked on the door that was ajar. "'Luna,' he called out. "'Good morning.' Luna opened her eyes and groaned. Padding out to the living room, she wrapped the rope around her. "'Good morning,' she muttered. "'Hungry?' he asked, showing her the plates he'd brought up from downstairs. The Prestige was known for their buffet breakfast. He'd also brought up two cups of coffee.' Two creams, one sugar,' he said, handing her a cup. "'She was pleasantly surprised that he'd noticed her preference. "'Grabbing one of the plates, she ate eggs, bacon, and an English muffin. "'Delicious,' she sighed as she swallowed the last bite. "'Guess I'd better get ready,' she said, standing up. "'Do you need anything else, or are you all set?' he asked as he headed towards his room. "'I think I'm all set. "'Christine really hooked me up,' she answered. "'Oh, that reminds me,' he said, handing her a box.' Christine sent this up. She said it may snow today. Luna opened the box. There was a windbreaker that matched the blue outfit she picked out, as well as a scarf. Very thoughtful. I must thank her, she said, taking the items to her room. She got dressed, including the new windbreaker and scarf. She left the key on the table, and as she left, she called out, Thanks for everything. See you later. She walked across the street and began to open her kiosk. The weather was very cold today, as Christine had predicted. Looking at her phone, she saw a chance of snow showers in the afternoon. She fixed urns of hot water and even added packaged noodle soups as an addition. She figured she'd test how well they sell. Today was a perfect day to test them. James came walking up, already in uniform, and he had his thermos with him. I'd like to be the first customer of the day, ma'am, he said, holding out his thermos. Fine by me. It's on the house, like my stay was with you last night, Luna said, pouring coffee into his thermos. No can do, ma'am. "'You don't live at the Prestige "'and are therefore not allowed into the barter system,' "'he made it sound official. "'Well, then that'll be five dollars,' she said resignedly. "'Here you go. Keep the chains,' he chuckled, handing her a twenty. "'James, that's really too much,' Luna chided. "'Is there such a thing as too much?' "'James lifted an eyebrow as he asked. "'I suppose not,' Luna answered. "'You saw where it's supposed to snow later?' "'Sure did,' he responded. "'Here,' he handed her a key." in case you need to warm up. Luna rolled her eyes, but figured it wasn't that bad staying over. Besides, she had to go pick up her clothes from yesterday. As the day wore on, the weather got colder. As lunchtime approached, James came to the cart. It really is going to snow. There's chain requirements on the five. Maybe you could run home, stock up on supplies for your cart, and bring a few things, like a change of clothes? Luna thought about it for a moment and said, I can't. I have to keep the kiosk open. It's lunchtime. "'I'll cover for you,' she said, like he didn't even have to think about it. "'Luna decided maybe it would be best. "'Besides, she'd done a big shop at Costco "'and had many different beverages and soups to offer. "'Okay,' she said. Thirty minutes, forty masks. "'Deal,' James answered and watched her walk to the car. "'James was very busy over the half hour she was gone. "'He even managed to get some tips. "'He put them in her tip though. "'Luna walked up, many boxes in hand, and began stocking the cart.' "'setting out hot cider packets, ramen cups, and other easy-to-prepare snacks. "'Looks like you were successful,' she smiled at her stand-in. "'Yes, you were successful. "'Look, twenty-two dollars in tips,' he smiled widely. "'Come on, James, that's yours. You earned it,' she eyed. "'The tip cup. "'Nope, all for you. "'Where's your clothes and things?' he asked. "'In my trunk,' she gestured towards her car. "'I'll get it later.' "'Well, I'm about to head back to work. I can carry it up for you,' he said." Fair enough, Luna said, pressing the remote to her car, popping the trunk. James walked over and grabbed her suitcase and overnight bag. I'll see you later, Luna, he called out as he headed across the street. Later, James, Luna responded. She ended up with a line of customers as they were eyeing the new things she'd put out. The snow began falling heavily around 3 p.m., and by 4 p.m., it was practically intolerable. Luna decided to wrap it up and close her shop. She handed out leftover pastries and coffee to those stuck outside in the weather. Making her way into the prestige, James was noticeably missing. Must be on break, she thought to herself. The trip to the top floor was fast. As the doors opened, there was a new concierge. He seemed to be expecting her as he called her by name and said, Have a nice evening, Luna. Opening the door, Luna heard some strange noises. It sounded like moaning. Figuring a TV was on, she proceeded into the living room. That's where she spotted James, wearing a pair of her panties and yesterday's clothes draped over his face. James, she exclaimed, shocked and unsure of what was going on. Oh, I... I, Luna, I wasn't expecting you back yet, he stammered out. Apparently, Luna said with disgust, get out of my stuff, I'm leaving. No, 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 please, Luna, he sounded like he was about to cry. Before you go, please call down and talk to Christine. "'Ask her and Marta to come up.' Luna glared at him with daggers. "'Fine, but I don't know what good it'll do.' Picking up the phone, she called down to the shop. Christine said she'd be right up. A couple of minutes later, there was a light knock at the door. Walking over, Luna saw Christine and the lady she'd not met. Christine piped up. "'This is Marta, head of housekeeping.' Luna looked at what Christine had in her hands. It was a maid outfit. James saw it, too.' "'Oh, come on. I just need one more chance,' he pleaded with the woman. "'Still confused,' Luna asked. "'When the hell's going on here? Are you all in on this?' "'No,' Christine answered. "'You see, James here got me a job, as he did Marta. "'We all live here as part of our salaries. "'As you can tell, the accommodations are amazing. "'But like he did to you, our friend James likes to play in women's panties and underpinnings.' We'd warned him that if he did it one more time, he was going to work a shift as a doorman and one shift in housekeeping in full uniform for both. So the shift starts now. James stepped out of Luna's panties, defeated. He had plenty of chances and knew that if he fought them, he'd lose his job, his home, and everything he'd worked to build. (laughs) Are there underwear in here? He asked, looking like a whip-pup. Oh, yeah, and a bra with boobs built in, Marta gleefully chimed in. Great. "'Just great,' he said, taking the things into his room. "'After getting dressed, he walked out. "'He did a pretty good job, but he had hairy legs and was barefoot. "'Tonight, we get rid of that hair issue,' Christine said. "'For now, put these on,' she added, tossing him some white tights. "'And wear comfortable walking shoes.' "'He returned again, tights on, walking shoes on. "'Okay, since I'm the latest victim, I'm going to add to this. "'Come here,' Luna barked at him.' He followed her into the room. She got into her overnight bag and pulled out a clip-on ponytail. Fastening it to his head, she said, Get in there and sit down. She pulled out a makeup kit. First, foundation. You have a bit of a baby face, which is to your disadvantage, but to our advantage. Next, some peach-colored blush, some mascara, and finally a peach lip. After examining her makeup artistry, she took several photos. Welcome to housekeeping, Jamie. Christine and Marta both applauded when he emerged this time. The women had a quick meeting and decided it would be an eight-hour shift, and the last two hours were to personally service any of the women he defended, total of which was four, all women present, plus the manager of the hotel, Danae. James would shadow Marta for the day for the initial six hours, then he was on his own for the serve portion. He was humiliated, but the women had a dead to rights. He had plenty of opportunities to do better, but he opted for serving at his own pleasure, not others. Today, he began paying the price for those bad decisions. He made his way through the hotel with Marta, humiliated with every guest he encountered. It got a bit easier as the day wore on. Once it hit the six-hour mark, he went with Marta to her room. She was pleased to have her pretty maid tidy her room, as well as have him fix her a light dinner. His next stop was Christine, and she had a few ideas in mind. They went downstairs to the spa and got manis and petties on Jamie, formerly James' dime, They both got French tips on fingers and toes. The dress code of the hotel didn't allow for garish colors. Next, it was the manager, Danae. She was a shrewd businesswoman. She didn't take lightly the things that James had done, and after he was done cleaning her office, she told him he'd be paid half of his salary for housekeeping, and the three other women would divide the other half. Any tips he got as a housekeeper, the women got to share. He complied as he simply had no choice. Finally, it was Luna's turn. She'd been thinking the entire time what she was going to have him do. She decided to write up a schedule for him. First thing on the list, run her a bath with lemon verbena bubbles. He carefully sorted through her things and found the lemon verbena. Pouring three lidfuls into the tub, he thought it smelled a bit like lemon drops. As Luna sank down into the tub, she called out to him, Jamie, bring me some water with lemon and cucumber. He headed downstairs to the kitchen and filled a pitcher to order. Bringing it back up, he knocked on the bathroom door. Come on in, Jamie, she called out. He brought in the pitcher and found Luna submerged in bubbles. "Neil, made, she said, pointing to the floor next to the tub. Ma'am, he questioned. You heard me, Neil," She responded like an order. He knelt next to the tub. "'and she handed him a chastity device. "'Danae had set it up while he was busy being a maid. "'Put this on, lock it, and hand me the key. "'A chastity device?' he began protesting. "'Realizing he was in no position to argue with any of them, "'he put it into place and locked it. "'He handed Luna the key. "'Very good. Now, wash my back,' she ordered. "'He did as instructed, carefully sizing up her with a poof. "'My arms now,' she added, holding both arms out.' Once he was finished, she added, Now my hair. Use that cup to wet my hair, shampoo and conditioner. James carefully lathered her shiny brown hair, working the lather to the tips. He held his hand over her eyes to not get shampoo in them. Then he worked the conditioner in. After he rinsed her hair out, she said, Now, go make us some dinner. Turn down my bed, and I'd like a massage. Um it's he started to protest. Yes, a massage. I have more plans for you. Since we're temporarily roommates, I get the lion's share of the attention. Now go, she commanded from her bubble nest. Getting out of the tub, she wrapped the fluffy robe around her and walked out to smell something heavenly. Chicken Alfredo, James said, seemingly pleased with himself. Luna sat down to eat and devoured every last bit. You mentioned a massage, he asked, maybe a little too eagerly. Yes, but after you clean up the kitchen, Luna ordered... I'll do that after you're good and relaxed. Luna laid stomach down in the bed, covering her butt with the robe. Okay, ready, she called out. James came in, still in the uniform, and gave her the best massage she'd ever had. James, Luna spoke up. I was thinking about something. I was doing some reading, and since you have a real love of the serve, especially when it comes to women, from the moment we met, you gave generous tips. And you also assisted without being asked. I really think you're a sub to women by nature, am I right? James kept rubbing her lower back and said softly, Busted, ma'am. The whole point of me getting a job here at the Prestige was to serve. Luckily enough for me, the women that come here for the most part are very naturally alpha, so it seems natural to serve them. I see, Luna said, knowing she'd figured him out. So it's a little bit of the, Please, ma'am, don't throw me in the briar patch scenario. You're exactly where you want to be right now, right? For the most part, he admitted, I can think of a few ways it could be better. Luna rolled over to her back, exposing her whole front side. Then, pleasure me with your tongue, James, she cooed as she spread her long legs. James dutifully and without hesitation began flicking his tongue over her womanhood. He lapped, licked, and teased at times, then would get more intense and suck, as well as penetrate with his tongue. He kept at it for about ten minutes, and he could feel her getting close. Sliding a finger into her pussy, he curved it upwards and began slowly doing the come here movement as he vigorously sucked on her clitoris. When the moans of pleasure subsided, he knew he'd done his job. James let her lay there and rest a little bit. Then he brought her a tray that had tea and cheesecake on it. A little dessert, ma'am? Luna sat up and made direct eye contact with James. Thank you, she said sincerely. He knew that that wasn't just for the dessert. The next morning, Luna got up and got ready for the day. She put all of her dirty clothes in the hamper and added a note to James. These need to be washed and add fabric softener, please. She headed out the door to her kiosk and found James standing there. Kiosk open and customers lined up and getting served. Good morning, ma'am. Your queendom and fans await, he said, playfully bowing. Very good, James. Off to your day job, she said, showing him off to be doorman. The day went smoothly. Even though there was steady snowfall, the customers kept coming. The location seemed perfect, and people were liking the additional hot soups and noodles she was offering. Business was steady, and her usual closing time was at 6.30. She thought to herself that she found it odd she hadn't seen James all day. Returning to the room, she found her laundry done with a single flower on top of it. There was a note in the kitchen, along with a hot pot of coffee. The food had been cooked with a timer, and everything was ready and hot. There were beef tips, rice, and salad. Now this is the life, she thought to herself. She couldn't see herself permanently living at the hotel, but for rough weather and through the winter, using it as a second home could be pleasurable. James made his round with the housekeeping, and then to the individual women's for service. Christine didn't have much planned for him outside of cleaning. He was expected to do a standard room refresh for her, including linens. Marta had him do her laundry and run her a bath after cleaning. Danae, on the other hand, had quite the plan for James. "'Hello, Danae, James said, greeting her as she opened the door. Danae had strewn things about all over the floor. James wasn't sure why she'd done it, other than to make him work. But his question would soon be answered. He was making his way through the living room, bending over and picking things up. Danae came up behind him and said, "'Stay very still.'" James felt her pushing his panties to the side and something pushing against his butthole. It stretched and it pinched a bit. He'd never had anything in his ass, but that was clearly what she was about to do. A firm push sent the Levent's hush to its final destination. Standing up, he was clearly confused. Uh, ma'am? He asked, continuing to pick things up off the floor.
0: It take a great uh, deal of satisfaction as knowing that my recent experiment with gummies inspired that part of the story um yeah i tried them a couple weeks ago and i took more than i was supposed to on accident and it was a trip with a lot of peter gabriel era genesis playing and me just kind of coasting along for about three or four hours but um never been a big big pothead or anything i think i smoked it once before taking some gummies a couple weeks ago Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that story. Um, Mistress DJ has just been doing some great work for this podcast, and well, all the all the mistresses have. Um, we only have two more episodes before we shut it down for the season. Yeah, It's only a one-month break, so it's not really that big a deal. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I will be back next week. I hope you will be, too. Take care.